0: Over the next five weeks, we're going to do this, this whole series on the heart of Thanksgiving. And if you didn't know from the video and the big present with hope on it, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about hope. You see, Christ brought hope. He brought hope in such an incredible way, and I want to share a few things with you. All right, so let's start. You ready? Let's let's pray, and then let's get, Father, we pray for your word. We ask you to open our minds, and God, you would teach us, show us, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'm going to start in Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9. Oh, hallelujah. I'm at Isaiah chapter 9, uh, verse 2. So, Isaiah 9, 2. Oops, I went too far. I went to Proverbs. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter nine and verse two. And the people which walked in darkness have seen a great light. And they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death upon them hath a light shined. Thou hast multiplied the nations and not increased the joy, the joy before they joy before thee. "'According to the joy and harvest, and as men rejoice when they shall divide the spoil. For thou hast broken the yoke of his burden, and the staff of his shoulders, the rod of his oppressor, as the day of Midian. For every battle of the warrior is with confused noise, and garments rolled in blood, but this shall be with burning and a fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given.' The nation of Israel had been through a slew of really, really evil kings. They had, not been, they had not been following God. They had not been doing any of the things that they should be doing. And the Israelites were in the middle of a terrible, terrible dark time in their history. And Isaiah the prophet begins to prophesy, a ruler is coming who will bring the kingdom of God in peace and that peace will never end. This was the biggest prophecy of hope for the nation of Israel that they ever had. We know if you read down and, and you begin to look, they were expecting. They begin to talk about this ruler that was to come. They begin to look forward to him. This Jesus who has not even yet come on the earth became the hope of the entire nation of Israel. Became the entire hope of their nation. In, in, in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 2, if you remember this, the uh, uh, this story Jesus was on the earth and and John the Baptist sent two of his disciples to go see Jesus. And they went to Jesus and they said this, are you the one we're looking for or do we seek another? John sent them and said, are you the one we're looking for or should we seek another? That hope, remember that hope, that promise, are you he? And Jesus said, you go back and you tell John that the blind see, the lame walk. The dead have been raised back to life, and the gospel is preached to the world. You go back and tell John what you see, and let me tell you something: it was almost, it was, it was approximately seven hundred and forty years from the prophecy of Isaiah until Jesus seven. 140 years and the people of Israel believed in hope they knew there was a coming messiah here you find these 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 uh, disciples of John who were looking for still 700 years later and they're looking for the promise they're looking for this hope they know they still believe that the hope is real and you know what we know Jesus said tell John what you have seen because the hope has returned to the earth. 740 years. Whoo! Aren't you glad we don't have to wait 740 years? They waited 740 years for that hope knowing the hope would come. In Matthew chapter 1 turn to Matthew Matthew chapter 1 this is the uh, verse 18, kind of the story of Jesus' birth. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. Can you imagine the excitement of getting married? You found the one. This is it. This is the one. You're full of excitement. You're full of all of that joy. And then all of a sudden, in a time when it was completely unacceptable for her to be pregnant before marriage, you find out she's pregnant. Think about Joseph for a second what he thought, all of the joys of that, that he thought he was about to experience were literally for him almost crushed. And he began to think in himself, even though he, I, I, it had to hurt. Come on now, you know it had to hurt. He said, I'm just going to be the bigger man and I'm just going to put her away without making a show of her. I'm going to cancel our plans and put her away. The thing is, and that while, well, while he was thinking about this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. He said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, for that which is, she has is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people for his sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted God with us. You know what happened? Here's Joseph and all of the joy, and then life as a way of crushing all of his hopes, and then the one hope, the only thing that could be bigger than getting married, the promise that he and his people had been waiting for for 740 years was about to burst upon him and he was going to be able to be a part of that entire revelation of the one God called to change the world. He was going to get to see that. All of a sudden, his pain, his sorrow, all of the stuff that was with him was ripped away with the hope of the birth of Christ. Ooh, man. Christ brings hope. Christ brings hope. In Romans chapter 15 and verse 4, the scripture says this, and you can, look, you can look it up. Please do. Please check it up. But it says this. It says, These things were written as an example to us that we could have hope. You see, Jesus made a promise to the children of Israel. I'm going to bring you A a, a king like no other king. And he was. They were expecting a king to rule the earth. I'm going to bring you, the the Savior, the Messiah, I'm going to bring hope to the world. And he did it. He told Joseph, don't you worry, Joseph. I'm going to bring hope. And I'm going to change it. And he did it. And Romans writes this. He says, if God did it for them, it was written so you know God can do it for you. Ooh, I like this. I like it. If God can do it for them, God can do it for you. God, this is the season. In, this can be a hard season. For so many, we struggle with this. Losing parents. I remember the, the first Christmas without my parents was 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 difficult. I've had many, many, many heartbreaks. See, here's the thing about about what I know about being a Christian is that it is not necessarily a bowl of cherries every single day. Somebody say amen. Life hurts. I'll never forget. I've had some some major heartbreaks in my life. I'm not going to share them all with you. Smile at me. I remember one particular... (sighs) situation that i was going through my heart was so broken i i honestly i, I gotta be honest I, I remember thinking i just don't know if i can ever really i mean i don't know if i can ever have fun again it felt that way i mean I, that's where i was right i don't think i can ever have fun again my heart was so broken and uh it came Sunday, and now we're having church, and I, I got to be, I got to speak, and I got to be pastor, and we got to have church. But my heart was so crushed. And at the time, I I remember, I, I didn't even want to play on the worship team. I'm like, you know what, guys? I'm just going to sit down here, and you guys go ahead. I am, my heart was just crushed. And I remember, we were sitting down in the service, and I, I was just there, and the worship was going on, and... You know, when when your heart's crushed, do you know what you think about your heart being crushed? And I remember I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about that and, and the worship begins to go and I begin to cry out to God a little bit and I'm like, God, you know what's going on in my heart. And I will never, ever, ever, ever forget. I don't know what song they did, but I will never forget when joy began to fill my heart no drug could have done that there's nothing I could have taken that could have possibly filled my heart with joy There was nothing that could have done what happened to me in that moment, but joy entered into my heart. I remember beginning to worship, beginning to just praise the Lord in that moment and experiencing the glory of God in my life and just experiencing God. And this one thought just kept coming to me. There is nothing, there is nothing that could have done what you just did for me. There is nothing in this life that could ever have brought joy and hope back into my life like what you just did in my heart. See, Christ brings hope. Life has a way of bringing problems, bringing struggles, bring heartbreak. But Christ and the whole purpose of see of this of this time, the whole purpose of the of the celebration of Christmas that we have, it's all about recognizing the hope that we have in Christ. That I might be down, I might be broken, I might be sorry. I might have pain, but I have hope. I have hope in him. It's the reason for the season. This morning I want to tell you something. There is hope. There's hope. <laughs> As we get ready for Christmas, there's hope. All right. Let's turn to these though. Let's turn to First Peter chapter one. First Peter. First Peter chapter one. Oh man. The God of hope. When Jesus came, He brought hope to the entire nation. He actually brought hope to the entire world. That's what I want to get to. First Peter chapter one, verse three. First Peter chapter one, verse three. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to His abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. "...to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fades not away, and it reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in that last time, wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season if need be, you're in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes... Though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Said so that God, Jesus Christ, the mercy, has given unto us a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. As we celebrate Christmas, listen, I got, I got to share with you, whatever struggles you're going through, whatever problems you're facing, whatever pain is in your heart, whatever difficulties you got going on, whatever things are happening in your life, there is hope. I know it, I know it, I know it. Well, Pastor Dale, if you knew the struggles that I'm going through. Okay, great, let's turn there. 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5, same book, verse 10. But the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, makes you perfect, established, strengthened, and settle you. To him be glory and dominion for power forever. Amen. After you have suffered for a while. Pastor Dale, I was looking for a real hallelujah. Service. Not we're suffered for a little while. Yeah, but you do, and you have. But you don't have to stay there. We experience hardships. Maybe this is a terrible time of year for you. I, I understand that. But then we need to focus on the real reason for this time of year. That's the hope of Christ that he has come to bring life to us, to bring hope, to make something out of our lives, to do something in us. And if you can't hope for anything else, he's promised to come again and to rescue us from this place. That's your deal. That was 2,000 years ago. I know. But the hope is still true. Can you imagine that message for Paul's disciple or or, uh, John's disciples? God is sending us a king. Oh, come on! That was like seven hundred years ago. God is bringing us a king. and I don't care how long it's been, God's not a man that He can lie, and God's Word is true, and He's proved it over and over and over. And I've shared this with you before. How do you prove God? The same way you prove your shots when you're playing pool. You call your shot. When you call your shot, everybody knows it's true. How do I know God is real? Because God said He would do it. 740 years before Jesus, Isaiah stood up and prophesied, He is coming And he came. That's how I know God's real. Because he called his shots and then he said, if I can do it for them, I can do it for you. We are going to do prayer requests at the end of this service and we're going to pray for whatever's going on in your life because let me tell you something. I'm not belittling the problems that you're going through, but here's what I know. This is about hope. Every time you see the word hope on a Christmas ornament, at a Christmas tree, on a store, or somewhere else, all I want you to think is, there is hope. Every time you walk by a sign that says hope, I want you to think, there's hope. My heart may be broken, but there's hope. My heart may be heart, things may be hurting, I may be going through a struggle, but there is hope. I'm working on you. I'm trying to get that picture in your head because I know something about Christmas. You're going to see hope a lot over the next month. And I want you to remember there is hope. His name is Jesus. There is hope. His name is Jesus. Romans chapter eight. Romans chapter eight. Oh, man. Uh, Verse 24. Romans 8, 24. Romans 8, 24. For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why would he hope for? You know what hope is? Hope is what you have when you don't see it. You don't feel it. Nothing seems to have changed. Nothing seems to be happening when your heart is still broken. Do you know what you have? Hope. You have hope. The Bible says because the God of hope. The God of hope. Jesus was a promise to this world of hope. That's why it was prophesied 700 years before. That's why he's prophesied that he's coming again. You can read, listen, there's a lot of scriptures in here that says that God will help. God will heal the brokenhearted. God will move in your behalf. There's a lot of verses in here. This morning I want to tell you something. Christmas is about the Savior, Jesus Christ, Him coming to the earth. Jesus coming to the earth is about there's hope. What if I don't feel it? Well, you're suffering. That's why you have hope. You don't have to hope when you're not suffering. We have hope when we are suffering. Hope. I have hope. One more scripture. Isaiah 41. Isaiah 41. Isaiah 41, uh, verse... I'm sorry, verse 10. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Here's what I know. I know that Christ came. I know that Jesus Christ proved, has moved. I know that Jesus is our hope. I know that He's our answer. I know that God will provide, but I love this In, in, in Isaiah 41 verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am, I am your God. I will strengthen you, yea, I will help you. Yea, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. God is literally saying to you, "You struggling? I'm right here, and I'll hold your hand. He said you got issues? I'm right here, and I will hold your hand. I will hang on to you. I am your hope. Listen, as we go through over the next few weeks and we, uh, we, we, we go through these messages of hope, peace, and joy, and love over the next few weeks as we prepare for the build up for Christmas Eve. Because he's a God of hope. He's a God of peace. He's a God of joy, and he's the God of love. And we're going to talk about that. But this morning, as we enter into the Christmas season, as we get ready for Christmas, Get your mind right, right now. He is the God of hope. And Despite what everything else is going on, despite what suffering you may be experiencing, Christ is hope. And if he can keep his promise over 740 years, he can keep his promise in my lifetime. Amen? Amen. He's the God of hope. The heart of Christmas. I have hope. I have hope. Let's pray. Father, right now, I just, I come before you, and uh, I do want to, I want to thank you so much for Jesus. I want to thank you for the so many times I could share testimony after testimony after testimony of all that you've done for me. But what I'm excited about are the testimonies of this year of God touching hearts Healing the brokenhearted, And doing that in the lives of people in, in, Here in this church In this community And this season in Jesus name The heart of Christmas And we're going to start with the simple fact That Jesus brings hope We accept it We receive it And we thank you for it And every time I see the word hope I will remember Jesus brings hope to me